0: Under a full moon. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. This and, is a movie podcast. Yes, and I'm intrigued. Ooh, what, yeah, is that? what, what could that mean? Yeah, we, uh, we recently got to have a full moon double feature at the, at the cinemas. The movies are back. The movies are we're back. We're not seeing the new Smash Shyamalan hit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're at the cult movie nights, yeah, with, uh, with Neil and the gang. We recently got to see a double feature of Tourist Trap. One of our favorites, mm-hmm. which we did an episode on some time ago, if you haven't well, heard it. Quite a while ago. been a long that, time. I feel like that was an early episode. But yeah, uh, yeah, Been at least a year plus. We, we talked tourist trap, and uh, But we've never seen it in a the theater, neither of us. And so we got to see that, and we got to see Puppet Master. The one and the only. The original. The uh, A movie that a lot of people haven't seen in a theater, because it was straight <laughs> to video. I love when we get to see straight to video in the theater, yeah, well, especially uh, I mean, spoiler alert, this is the first time I ever saw this movie. There are a lot of puppet movies out there oh, from so many. this era. You can't see them all, man. Well, and not only from this era but from this series and and Jeez, geez, right? Louise. Like it's so daunting. Where do I get into the Puppet Master so, mythology? Here? Well, well, so how do you we'll go tourist trap first since we will dive into t- Puppet sure, Master sure. as our main attraction. You know, the movie that with more more movies than like Star Wars movies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the weirdest action franchise. Complete with the action figures and everything. Yeah, yeah. But Tourist Trap on the big screen was one that I've been waiting for for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those we were supposed to get this right before the pandemic. It was like on the schedule. Absolutely. For, oh, for yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the month. So this was one we were supposed to see. And so we've kind of been waiting for like a year and a half. And <laughs> patiently uh, waiting, we got a good, bigger than normal crowd seeing Tourist Trap that almost didn't know what they were seeing. I think this was a first time for a lot of people seeing Tourist Trap. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's I think not really that well known of a movie, people. I yeah, like. I, I it's so well loved by us in our little circle that I kind of forget how obscure it is in the grander scheme. Yeah, I, I, a lot of people have probably seen the poster. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and it was on, they've on they've TV a lot. Because of it's P- heard about it. Because of its <laughs> PG rating. Right, right. The grimmest PG movie out there. And uh, so it played on TV a lot just because of its rating. But, you know, people either view it as a cheesy 70s movie and don't <laughs> aren't somehow picking up on how dark and grim and scary it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Or it is darker and weirder than they thought it was. And we're kind of left to... Uh, off guard about that well and if you don't know anything about tourist trap this was it actually played after puppet master so if you're going in blind you've kind of seen a pretty harmless silly puppet horror a rated r puppet movie yeah but like with sex and silly characters yeah and then you go see yeah then you're in tourist trap and it's like creepy mannequins uh prolonged torture sequences Yes. Death by suffocation in real time without the camera cutting away. Im, An implausible tube top work. Uh, exactly, exactly. The greatest costume design <laughs> the of all time. The most impressive taping in history. Uh, so yeah, and the incredible Chuck Connors performance exactly. which is just it gets better Grapey. every single time. Uh, but yeah, people were like not prepared for <laughs> no. this trap. It was kind of crazy. It's its own thing. I really got into the score our mm-hmm. boy Pino Donaggio Ugh. who we've heard in several 80s Brian De Palma movies. Mm. Uh, they were big co-workers. And so he has some just gorgeous scores, his tourist trap scores with the synthesizer moaning. It's very very it's, off-putting. It's very yeah, it's uh yeah, it's ex- exactly I, I really this was that really just jumped out in our theater experience hearing that loud that crazy off-kilter synthesizer as vocals that you don't know what are vocals and what's (laughs) synth. Just like as the deeper you get in the movie, you don't know what's mannequin, what's human. Oh, man. It really goes into a cool, darker, under-the-skin place that I think actually finally shook the crowd. There was this great moment where all the rubes (laughs) revealed themselves in Tourist Trap when um, Chuck Connors, who's given this... I mean, this makes me go out and want to go through The Rifleman. Oh, yeah. I want to go see Branded now because so I just want good. more of this guy. He's so, so good. great at filling the screen. A different kind. We've talked about William Smith and uh, Clint Walker, these other big strapping guys. He's a different Hollywood big guy. Mm-hmm. He's handsome, but in a different way. You know, not as much like Clint Walker or William Smith had a genuine... Hand. He's just... Has confidence Hmm. and is just a big square jaw, tough guy. He's a guy that can be charming Mm -hmm. and soft, or he can be creepy or hard edged. Yeah. Yeah. He goes from Andy Griffith in this really well to fucking Leatherface. Exactly. (laughs) You know, he understood Leatherface. He, you know, we've all read that he was going for Karloff. He Mm. wanted a late career Boris Karloff, which, wow. Please. The way he lumbers around like Frankenstein's uh-huh. monster, sure. Exactly. With a limp dragging his foot. But, you know, it really comes off uh, like he understood Leatherface, too. He understood the the new era that horror was heading into. Mm. It's not like Chuck Connors was doing a, six, a 1964 routine. It felt like he really understood the direction horror was going. It's weird it didn't happen more with how good and how well acclaimed he was. Mm. But, Great seeing it. He was great. But so many people in the theater, when he was revealed to be under the mask, there was like a, I told you. <laughs> I, I knew it. You're like, yeah, you, you didn't think that anybody else was on to the fact that the only <laughs> other six foot six linebacker sized dude <laughs> in the area. Who keeps disappearing who keeps whenever his brother off. shows up. Yeah, man. Yeah. You really, like, I knew it. I was on board with this Right Can't well, swerve me My favorite audience reaction In the movie Was when Tanya Roberts Finally is killed At the end oh, After the prolonged oh, scene Yeah yeah the yeah The whole audience Was just like Oh The knife oh. Through the back of her neck Got a got an auto Everybody in unison Did like a Andrew Dice Clay Like oh Exactly Like yeah. It just, just like All hit That was pretty cool With the thump And just, the score stops Totally too Right with the like Thump. It's kind of like yeah, the kill in the beginning is the same way too, where the pipe finally hits the uh-huh. guy and then it's like Ooh, the, dead silent. I think the audience was legitimately grossed out with the blood dripping mm-hmm. sound out of the pipe because the movie lets you realize that it's blood dripping <laughs> before you see blood dripping. Right? Mm-mm. Has that extra goopy sound landing? And I ke- I kept hearing just like. Uh, like some just disgusted <laughs> like, uh. so people were because well, yeah i think board. they were thinking uh, we're gonna have some fun here and then all of a sudden it's like terrifying mannequin yeah screams. Uh-huh, it's a pg we all remember <laughs> this from tv and then it's just this like the the overdone mannequin budget yeah the 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 horrifying uh i can't believe a movie like willy wonka and it's tunnel scene terrified so many people so many people have that memory But you don't hear more about the girl getting plastered to death in Tourist Trap. Right, exactly. For a movie that, like Willy Wonka, you would have seen on television on any Saturday afternoon, that is the scariest scene, man. In a movie that is weird at times and silly at other times, that is sheer terror. Yeah. As Chuck Connors is describing what's happening to this girl's every step of her death. That is terrifying. I know there's no swears during it. I know there's no boobs during it. Mm-hmm. But if a, a ratings board is just like, well, I don't see anything thematic here. <laughs> I don't see anything. It's an adult that... situation, if nothing else. But my God. Yeah. Just a, a, like when I say he understood the audience and understood the era, that's a theatrical 60s Lon Chaney kind of bit with the modern kind of descriptive violence mm. that was kind of changing. It's a great role. And yeah, we got to see Tanya Roberts again. Tanya Roberts on the big screen. Gorgeous. Beautiful. The other girl, too. God, the girl that plays Bronson's daughter in the first two Death Wishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the other girl with the great feathered hair. Oh, great cast of girls. Cool <laughs> oh, location Mo- for a Mo- movie. Molly is one of my favorite final mm-hmm. girls now. Molly is like, great. She's just got such a great, believable, no, scared... No, <laughs> Kind of, and then the way she mm-hmm. turns at the end is just like, kill him, Jerry. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Jerry, Jerry's mannequin reveal is a great uh, what the fuck moment. Yeah. I'm glad I got to see that with a group. All good stuff there. No chatter during that one. People saw that and were just like, oh, this movie's kind of fucked. This movie's yeah. like a mind fuck right here. <laughs> Even that final shot of her with the mannequin face with the mannequins, like, well, Molly's cracked. Yeah, people were like, what the? Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to how many... Chuck Connors was like getting paid by the highway. It's like, man, <laughs> can you work, how many reference. times can you do you think you can work in highway, buddy? Well, you know you the think, highway. I there. think I could get it in five times <laughs> into this scene. You know they had I had a bet going. You never know why my business dried up. A lot of it was the highway. They sure. Put, they put that highway in there, you know. Yeah, it just kept bringing up. Yeah, my it. wife died right after that highway got in there. You no, know, right after the highway now that I think of it. Hmm, <laughs> never put that together. But it's great. Yeah. It it lives on with... like That character, Davey, all that, lives up with Leatherface. Hills Have Eyes. One of the standouts from that era of horror. So, finally got to see it on the big screen. Mm. Go back to listen to our episode. But leading off the night, even such a weird choice to show before Tourist Trap. But, hey, which movie has a dozen sequels? I know. Puppet it's gonna, Master. It's going to put the butts of in the all seats. all movies... The weirdest franchise, one of the most oddball, durable movie franchises out there. This movie swamped shelves. Oh, uh, it's crazy. It, it was its own section. It for It was always most of, uh, the my eyeballs always noticed when I was a kid. Like, not just which p- new popular release had a ton of boxes mm-hmm. at the video store. Like you knew, like, damn, Jurassic Park hit the video store like forty boxes. One whole section <laughs> of just Jurassic Park tapes, right? Yeah. Love that shit. And then there was other movies like the Puppet Master series that just took up two rows because there was a dozen of them. Because they kept putting out... And then other, then they would put the other doll and toy movies in with it. So you take eight Puppet Master movies with six Child's Play movies. And then on a row below that, you had Dolls and Dolly Dearest. And all these other ones. You had a whole section of just... You had Demonic Toys. Oh, yeah. Doll Man, the Tim Thomerson one. Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. It was like a whole section just for these doll and haunted toy movies. Small Soldiers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Dante gets thrown in, right? But, yeah, it's, uh, again... Never came up in my in my thirty eight years on this planet. You I just have never no watched experience one. with any of these doll movies. Just never, just like eh, nobody they, it was never on. Nobody ever brought one over. Just never came up. Just never saw one of the nineteen was, puppet master movies. For that me, exist. just because I am two years older than you, <laughs> I this was always the kind of movie that inevitably would get shown at like a slumber party. Right. Or something for me. You would think. There was so many of them. So, like I said, a whole section of these. One of them was bound to get picked because some of them were PG-13. I don't mm-hmm. think... I forget if dolls is rated R the, or not. Uh, Dolls? I don't know. Or like... Do, so, the one that this I first saw... One, this first Puppet Master is R. Is R. Yeah. So, the one that I saw, man, that first scared me... Because, again, I didn't grow up with horror movies. It was only until I hit double digits mm-hmm. that everything before that was... TV movie. No theatrical shit. And, man, one of my Little League buddies, you know, you make friends with your Little League teammates. They all live in the same town as you because you're on the same team. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to get, like, either Puppet Master or Demonic Toys. Wow. So I was put into the awful position of either either being the baby. Because you know what my choice before that was? What about Bob? (laughs) So now I have to choose between... Another fucking, great horror movie. Yeah, now it's like <laughs> demonic toys or puppet master are my choices instead. Mm. So great, now I get to be scared at a strange kid's house. Because <laughs> he plays first base and I play shortstop. And so I go demonic toys because I know it's like, man, this is... Either one of these is going to leave me scared at a at a stranger's house. Right. Great. Who's... Which ones no are going to pick my some toys or dolls in yeah, the room? Yeah, I'm already unfamiliar with his toy doll situation. I don't know what it's weird TDS. what weird posters he has on his wall. Turns out he had a weird gigantic Yoda poster, <laughs> just a big giant Yoda on his wall. What the sure. f- What the fuck, Will? Really? <laughs> Did it even Willy. have a slogan? Or yeah, it was man. just Yodes. It was just Chilling. big it was a big long horizontal Yoda just poster. It was like the length of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the a Yoda centerfold in the Burt Reynolds Playgirl. Oh. <laughs> it was weird, but Yoda's way shorter than Burt, so it was just half the poster was just Dago Right. It was just Yoda in it, his it like little draped cloth. Very weird in this eleven year old first baseman's room. Right. But man, <laughs> <First> Demonic <basement. laughs> That's a that's Willy, baby. Another another Willie story. Since we used to go to Giants games a bunch at Candlestick, we always got extra tickets so I could bring a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I brought Willie to one of the games. I know I know a first baseman. Yeah, (laughs) right. And so it was uh, the Giants Pirates, and we were on the Pirates. That was our little league team. Oh, go to pick Willie up, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's wearing the Pirates little league uniform. Yeah. And step further, he's got a plastic pirate's helmet. What's he like They're going to call him up for the day? <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? That's uh, It was he's such a blow to like 11-year-old me. Like, what are we doing here, man? This is your friend. Yeah, yeah. I this is say. the suit story. But that'd be like if my friend dressed like Weird Al. <laughs> Yeah, with the suspenders or something was like to go see weird out. <laughs> We were like going to a public place and he was like dressing up. I'd never been encountered with that before. But also, the home team and also is like the I'm, Giants. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my Will Clark shirt with Will right. Clark big head caricature. Yeah. Will, in real life, we root for the Giants. Yeah. I got my glove, idiot. I got my Giants hat, and he shows up in his stirrup socks <laughs> with his Pirates helmet. Oh, just. But this is the kid that also fucked me up with demonic toys. And all neither of these choices look good. You look at the cover of Puppet Master, and it's got the dagger eyed puppet, the t- pinhead puppet, the drill head puppet. And then you look at demonic toys, it's got like the clown mouth jack in right. the box. Fu- right. It's like the evil teddy bear. It's like none great, of these look good. Great. Either this is a damned if damned if yeah. I do situation. So I drew demonic toys. So I didn't see Puppet Master till years later. hmm and what's crazy? We did a dolls episode. Yes, that was your first time seeing dolls. You were unaware of this genre of film. Not well. You knew Child's Play. I knew Child's Play. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was reading the uh, Night of the Living Dummies uh, Goosebumps books. Oh, sure. I'm Those aware were like of the, the most the, popular uh, I'm aware Goosebumps. Of the dolls character. as a thing. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Poltergeist had the big clown doll again. Element. Yeah. Much like this one, Stuart Gordon's dolls just never showed up. Uh, where sure. I was. So I never saw it. You missed it. your little specific so corner. So it is kind of crazy that I saw Dolls for the first time and now Puppet Master for the first time in like a six month sure. span of You're time. You're really getting jumped into the, the genre. And I got to say, it hurts Puppet Master It only lot. hurts Puppet Master. Because damn, came Dolls first. is a good movie. Dolls came first anyway. Yeah. Stuart Gordon is just a master. Stuart Gordon brilliant. No way around brilliant. it. The effects that you saw in Dolls. Oh, yeah. Made any effect in Puppet Master look like a well-accomplished amateur student film. Dolls just had better characters, better effects, creepier dolls, better creepier like origin stories for everything. Yeah. Just like better. Memorable Uh, characters. I was actually kind of surprised by kind of how not into Puppet Master I was. (laughs) Like I I wasn't disliking it, but I was just kinda like. Feeling a little flat. Puppet for a Master lot of it. is kind of a weird con. Yeah. Whenever I watch it, it is uh, spawned again like twelve sequels. They are new Puppet Master movies. There are brand new within oh, the last yeah. couple of years. Puppet Masters. They are. It is a, like Thomas Lennon writing them, or something. it is I a think. cottage <laughs> industry like yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Puppet Master Charles. Band I mean, for this to be thirty years as a franchise, yeah, pumping these of things all out. Things, Charles Band makes as much money selling the Puppet Master action figures and dolls and merchandise as he does cashing in on the Puppet Master movie property. It's mm. that hot. This was the first Full Moon movie to get a Blu-ray upgrade. Puppet Master. And it's insane. This movie's directed by the same guy that did Tourist Trap. Yeah. And I love Tourist <laughs> Trap. Tourist Trap's incredible. So, yeah, it's just kind of crazy that I think when I was watching most of Puppet Master, I was like, "Mm, I think Dolls did this better. Dolls did all of this better. Sorry, Puppet Master Master lovers out there. For such a movie that that got so big and is so durable, it feels like such a cheap cash-in. Like they really threw an already in-production movie together Mm. with a puppet theme. Because there's like four minutes of puppets in this fucking movie. Is it, yeah, I was gonna say, is that because the puppets have nothing to do with the plot this, of this the film? The puppets are such a. The dolls, uh, really hit on that emotional thread, of of a puppet doll movie. Absolutely. You know, really got to the heart of being a child and being uh, engaged by fantasy, and this made. Let me tell you, man the plot of Puppet Master is so hard to follow and so unnecessarily confusing for a movie that was not going to cash like, any of it in. Maybe it really was like, you know what, we need six movies to tell this story. Mm. This is just the Maybe. first taste. This is just the I beginning. don't know a ton of uh, Puppet Master lore, <laughs> but 20 minutes in, it's just like, a lot of, lot of lore that I didn't realize we were getting into here. And you were like, where are the puppets? Well, the big, the big red flag I had was that the opening scene appears to have the puppet master kill himself. Yeah. So this does so... this really wild <laughs> direct-to-video thing that's a fun trick where you get the, the credit star power of, like, William Hickey. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh, wow. Well, okay, that's know, a guy. Right? And it also says featuring Barbara Crampton or guest appearance by Barbara Crampton. So you know you get oh okay some cool names in this. Paul LaMatte is a guy. He was in. He's um, a guy. He's sure. a, he's an American graffiti. Yeah, in that, yeah. In that great sci-fi movie, Strange Invaders. Oh with sure. With Nancy Allen. So he's been in cool genre stuff. Here you call him Fat Jeff Fahey. Sorry, he looks exactly like <laughs> Jeff Fahey after a couple of milkshakes. He's got the same. Big blonde back hair. He's got that crazy. Chubby cheeks. Michael Landon Highway to Heaven hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so big. That's, well, that, I feel like that was a Faye look at the time. And Faye did have that, but in But, but Paula Matt's got this round face. Mm-hmm. This big face. He also has that great. Is he chubby? You can't tell if he's <laughs> in shape or chubby. It or depends on stocky. if he's like. Yeah, sometimes he looks like kind of like like a slightly thicker Bronson, and other times he just looks like a real. Real porker. Mm -hmm. Real uh, mysterious looks under him and all his like leather jacket members only. (laughs) Jack, that big hair though, man. Oh, so it's got names though. Yeah. yeah, It has people attached to it. But one of the beauty of dolls, this real, real gem of the direct to video horror era. It was 77 minutes long. Mm. Puppet master is 92 and every scene in Puppet Master feels like they are trying to pad the time. No, please yeah, yeah. unpad. to cut this thing to seventy seven. And it makes up for the it it doesn't seem like the puppets are as gone for as long as the puppets are gone. Right. Which is a lot of the movie. You see a lot of pup, lot more puppet point of view camera work. A lot of PPOV. With a lot of which again just felt like it was done better in Dolls. Like you get the little so them, you know POV yeah you get shots. the little it's like the it you kind get of the, felt same like the same late eighties Gremlin voice yeah yeah off camera Gremlin voice stuff that that Dolls has. Except one thing I didn't get already is Dolls. We find out that these dolls are given human souls. Hell these yeah. these are living and breathing things, mummified things you know? in there, and these are souls that are that are in a purgatory. But in Puppet Master, they, they don't have, like, lungs. They're just dolls. They're just dolls. But they're, but they're every time they're off camera, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, grunting and moaning. And then every other time, they're, like, these weird silent figures whenever we see them. Yeah. It's this weird premise where we see William Hickey doing his great old man William Hickey voice. What a treasure! Yeah, I'm trying to remember what like great what old people man. would know him best from, like the National Lampoon's Christmas, sure. as the old man. Yeah. Or think of the voice in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, the Mad uh, Doctor. Mm. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's just this great old man voice that shows up and stuff. But yeah, night uh, the Lampoons uh, with those wife that brings the cat in the box. Yeah, he's a great old great man old dude. guy. He's also another old man guy that was He shoots himself in the first scene. He was an old man in movies for like 40 years. Yeah. Because he just looked old from age 40. And uh, yeah, so he shoots himself in the first scene. And we get into a lot of deep puppet master lore. But he's this old Geppetto-like puppet maker who's like tenderly handling his creations. And like putting all his craftsmanship into these gorgeous puppets. And they're showing this, like, you know, Asian samurai kind of puppet and this old carnival puppet. And he's putting aside all these. And then all the rest of the puppets in this movie are just freak show, ugly fucking things. (laughs) Yeah. Like none of the puppets we get established with in the William Hickey scene are like any of the puppets in most of the movie. Yeah, there's something about, The like, leech woman, the pinhead guy with dwarf fists. The big-fisted guy, the guy with the drill on its head. It's like, gee, I wonder what he's going to do. Yeah, this guy wasn't making a drill-headed guy <laughs> that felt vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah. The drill-head puppet wasn't... I don't know if it was racist or just like, all right, those, those eyes feel insulting in a some is there a slur there's must be a slur that this puppet seems attached to and same with the pinhead one that just felt weird the leech woman got some great disgusted reactions from people that one was the most to me like what are we doing here but yeah it suddenly is this this gentle like it goes into weirdly like are they implying in nazis like are these brown shirts breaking down at yeah, old there's, puppeteer's there's some home? Some obvious like German spies coming after the puppet yeah, master. Yeah, what is puppet master some, right now? Like I'm sure there's prequels to this movie in the 12 that you know oh, yeah. followed it but, the, it, but I think they go prequel by like, by three. Seems like that's the puppet interesting master story. goes full Nazi for much for like half the series. Oh, so they are Nazis? Yeah, puppet master. It's like you've heard that some of the sequels, are like puppet master, the littlest Reich. <laughs> yeah, so I they go full like puppet masters wasting the nazis Mm -hmm. in the later series so it's implied already from the first one but william hickey is filming some other movie then the next scene is this incredible movie starring barbara crampton for one scene yeah exactly when you get a nice fun young barbara crampton scene then the rest of the movie is just like man i kind of wish i'd be Looking at Barbara Crampton right now. I watching a Barbara Crampton movie. (laughs) I have a theory about that. So the Barbara Crampton scene really highlights what a great actress she was. She's in one scene of this movie, is doing this hilarious, ditzy, southern waitress character. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They're at a fortune teller, her and her Uh, boyfriend. Her and her deadbeat jean jacket, denim-wearing boyfriend, (laughs) and she's like a gum-popping, ditzy blonde. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's got those great Barbara Crampton nostrils and those yep. big old green eyes. And she's just mystified by having her fortune told. And like, she's so good at reacting to this Esmeralda, white witch, fortune teller <laughs> character. My theory is that other blonde in the movie, I think that was originally going to be the Crampton character. Mm. But Crampton must have either had other commitments and turned it down. Because think about it it's another blonde. They have her wearing the same big scientist glasses like Crampton wore in From Beyond, right? Like a year before, she's got the same big green eyes. Hmm. There's not many actresses with those big green eyes. But Crampton's it's cr- are- it's like I'm failing to like even bring to mind that other actress, like because I'm yeah, just well that actress did much Crampton. stuff. <laughs> but then when you think the character is like, okay, so the character writhes around on furniture because she's a medium who can figure out oh, who yeah, had yeah, sex yeah. in a tub. And Barbara is like, so I have to writhe naked in a tub for yeah. like like, no, I think we've moved past that. Right, right. Like it felt like that kind of special guest appearance. She's in the classier part. And then this movie, instead of getting into the puppets you think it's gonna get into, gets into this weird soap opera knives out melodrama intrigue with a bunch of the actors not seeming like they know what movie they're in. It's a very strange, like, yeah, we get this like psychic club. Reconnects They're after They're all like Dr. Sleep mediums. One of their members, telepaths. But someone in their group has killed themselves, but not the guy that we saw kill himself in the beginning. Yeah. That's the puppet master, but they all But this guy knew also might be master? channeling the puppet master through Egypt. So then it's a. This is still. Oh, this there's a whole Egypt a, uh-huh, thing. This gives us another Egypt timestamp. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah, 89. Yeah. Egypt still, still hot. Still strong. Still strong. Still hot. Yeah, yeah This yeah. was an ancient Egyptian revival mummy curse where a guy right. like revived the William Hickey puppet master, and it's like now embodying him. But instead of the puppets that we already weren't really introduced to, we're getting a lot of just m- telepath talk. Yeah, it's just people but the, like like not trusting each other. And but then none, being of, like, none of the actors feel like they know that they're in a doll movie or what movie they're in. Yeah, like Paul LaMatt's kind of weirdly huffy. <laughs> he's a Yale professor, but he's kind of a huffy guy who has nightmares and kind of sweats. Yeah. Then there's a great guy. I don't know him, but he's a spitting. Is like a Xander Berkeley, Peter Stormare. Yes. Image oh, yeah, yeah, like with a American balding Stormare. on top ponytail slicked back do, but the exact face of Peter Stormare with the hairline of yeah, Berkeley. Hundred percent. But and then just he sounded like just some other guy. So it was distracting. <laughs> but then there's all this bad dialogue unnecessarily lengthening this movie where they're having these bad soap opera discussions, like we also got a call from the white witch. <laughs> then the response is some guy just going, you mean Dana? Got <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> the bullshit, like, like There's no art to any of it. They can't find what tone to hit. And Dolls, the violence was kind of shocking almost because the idea, they really knew how to slap you with the fact that it's like, these things are tiny. And then they knew how to suddenly make there be like sixteen of something, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, holy shit! All right, this is uh, right, right. This is starting to cancel out my size advantage." Yeah, and, the uh, the stuff about dolls that always. I think about is like the scene where all the dolls are conspiring and like deciding yeah. what the fate of this guy is going to be. And yes, it's like, yeah, you can, and and in dolls, they do, they smash the shit out of a ton of dolls. Yeah. But then it's kind of like, you know, the zombie effect where there's just, there's a just so of many, them. you can only smash so many. This one. Yeah. It's like, there's three dolls. One of them's got a hook or a blade for a hand. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to do. Yeah. One of them's got his the big, name is blade. One of them's got the big fists. Guess what? He punches. And then uh, screwhead, and it's just like, it's just a little too. So the the big barrier that uh, dolls leapt over is that all the kills were believable. They were get people were getting taken apart piece by piece. Mm -hmm. You get stabbed in the ankle, you know. You get your Achilles attacked to bring you to your knees. Right, right. Then you get dragged down with rope. With others, like they were bringing him down, like Ewok's bringing down big old stormtrooper vehicles, (laughs) you know? They were putting together that shit, but they were showing Mm -hmm. believable ways for a foot high army of fake possessed soul dolls to take down a man. Sure. But in Puppet Master, you would get these 10 minute hunting scenes where you get all this POV every single puppet had to tinker with a piano at some point (laughs) to get somebody to come over and peek at it. Yeah, that was their big uh, distraction. And the thing that dolls did so well was the sleight of hand of giving dolls places to hide or being able to hide in plain sight because there's dolls everywhere. Right, right. Puppet Master just does this thing where a point-of-view camera scurries across the floor straight inside of people and nobody notices them running across surfaces, luggage, knocking things over, running right between ankles. And somehow I get that they're a foot tall, but if I'm in a hotel lobby and I'm standing facing the exit and a rat is running straight towards (laughs) me, I am noticing this movement. And it's just and the rat jumps on the piano for no reason. Yeah. And it's a thing that dolls actually didn't do. Dolls treated it way more seriously this felt just so cash in because I don't know who these people are. I don't understand this weird plot of every one of them being able to interpret the future, but not a single one of them doing a thing to stop it's anything. Yeah, you're just like, what is everyone's purpose here? And and dolls, you really like the little girl, you like the young at heart guy, yeah. And then you really love to hate, you know, the wicked stepmother. I just kind of Disliked everyone in Puppet Master. <laughs> these people were really. Like, I did, just didn't care to be around them who at all. were these people? I just in dolls, like, you had the two British girls that were in oh, From the yeah. rain. Oh, you, it's just like, oh. I love that. The, and the, the two old people, the doll makers, were great. Mm-hmm. Just a great find in that kind of horror movie. And nobody in this movie, outside of once William Hickey and Barbara Crampton were out of the scene, yeah. had that same charm. Exactly. They That's, all you, felt like people occupying charm the whole movie. Yeah. They felt like people occupying different movies and it didn't have that Southern charm. You feel it didn't have the straight to video. It just feels cheap. Hmm. And even the few practical effects that are good. I like that. They're using an actual uh, woman stunt coordinator in the movie hmm. is a cool thing to see. Okay. You get the great Richard band score. Sure. That's the one good thing about Full Moon, is even if they're shittiest, Richard Band's scores ha- nobody captures this playful circus mood better than one of these Richard Band scores. Mm-hmm. Also, as you noticed, elements of the Tourist Trap score show up sure. in Puppet Master. Yeah. Ripping off the one of the best animatronic doll movies, the <laughs> the beginning of it all. But outside of those kind of good things. The puppets are so meager in their screen time. And even then, they're just so less threatening than, like I said, when there's realistic deaths in dolls, some scary deaths, the artillery scene with just dozens of bullet mm. holes, riddling like, they build to some weird shit. The eyeball scene, ugh. Right, right. We take a 10-minute build after a woman was prophetically told to stay away from the fireplace mm-hmm. <laughs> then this woman just can't be anywhere but spending time around this fireplace even with every red flag going up like I I know this the poker was right here <laughs> and uh, all why right. is like just I know I hear breathing right it. but it all builds up to this tiny pinheaded large fisted puppet just clonking her once <laughs> with the poker Yeah, just thump Donk. It even makes a thwomp kind of sound, and that's it. You just see it kind of rest on her head. Then it's just an abrupt cut right into the next scene. Then it's just daytime, next scene, new thing. And it's that kind of artlessness. And dolls really felt like a crafted-out passion project. You know, Stuart Gordon, as you said. Yeah. He is one of those John Carpenter masters of taking a genre, taking a Western and making it a cool vampire movie. You know, taking something, like, you know, making they live. You know, a creature feature turn into the thing. Mm-hmm. Stuart Gordon does that. He made a fighting robots movie. <laughs> Robot jocks. Yeah, yeah. J-O-X. Yeah, 93. He's making the fighting robots movie that later, you know, they're making Pacific Rim. I know. Well, he can make Lovecraft fun or make it, like, authentically creepy. And Yeah, man. Stuart Gordon is... His stock has just, gone up so huge with me. Yeah, in Dolls all is just like such a decade. fun and creepy and just memorable. I think See, more than anything, just it's memorable. After I, knowing him for so long as just Reanimator, mm-hmm. because that was so much of a famous cult movie, once you really get into From Beyond and all these other ones, like, wow, this guy has such a lineup of movies over like 25, 30 years. And so you see dolls, and it's so far ahead of Puppet Master, which somehow gets a dozen movies. Same production company. It's full moon. It's the same thing. But Puppet Master is just, it's the one. It hit. It hit, well, and for it still reason, does. Right? Yeah. I've heard people talk about the new ones. It's like, oh, a return to the, to the best of the franchise. It's like if the Leprechaun got 13, 14 movies. It's crazy. The Leprechaun already got seven or eight. That's a lot. There's a dozen Puppet Master movies, and it's nuts. The best character doesn't even show up until, like, three. I was going to say, I'm looking through, like, some of the scores, and it's like three seems to be the highest Three gets six-shooter. Yeah, yeah. Which is the six-armed, like, cowboy uh, puppet that I think they were going to put in the first Puppet Master, but they were like, you know, we could make this cheaper and uh-huh. just have the, the dwarf stunt with their fists <laughs> as the pinhead. We could do that. You know... You still get some funny stuff. I do actually like the woman who plays uh, the one that can feel stuff in the bathtub or on the bed. Mm. She gets these really great comedic sex urges and for you know one of those great actresses that was in like five things, right Three of them horror movies like this. I like those types. And the Peter Stormer guy is fun. so these guys are kind of weird and kind of quirky, but it never goes quirky enough. Mm -hmm. and it never goes horror enough. It doesn't do anything. It has overly complicated plot that it doesn't go far enough with. That doesn't involve puppets enough. That does not involve the puppets. I have no idea why these puppets are back, other than this guy resurrected them for a reason. It's like if Indiana Jones gets flattened by the big rock in the beginning of Raiders, (laughs) and you're just like, oh, the... Some other guys who knew him will pick up the story from here, I guess. Right. It's like the puppet master dies <laughs> at the beginning. It's like yeah. what if Boss Baby dies at the <laughs> beginning of Boss Baby and it's just the people working for Boss Baby. Boss Baby Enterprises. With- <laughs> Woof. Didn't expect us to go here. You're just like, let's have the titular character just blows brains out in the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, that really put a, a chill in the room, cause you're going through expecting like a child's play chucky. Dolls making like puns movie. Mm-hmm. They're expecting something where you like a pull a string and then the baby like has a butcher knife kind of thing, the baby doll. And instead, you get William Hickey blowing out, like taking a 44 to his skull five minutes in with blood splatter on the wall behind him, just painting it. It Crazy. I, I heard some audible, like, oh, <laughs> we're in for a different night than we thought we were getting. I guess so. Uh, But just such a cheap, drawn-out movie. You get so much real time... Oh, here's the thing that you knew. This is a staple. This feels like so bad time padding that it's like might as well be one of these Italian movies that gets dumped on. When they were... You get this dream sequence of Paul Lamatt Of him witnessing this odd finale for... Neil and his wife right right yeah he supposedly has premonitions in the dreams yes supposed to see the future and now he goes through his whole thing and it's the full scene in its most realist vivid color that he's ever seen it Mm -hmm. and we don't know if it's real and we don't know if it's fake and it turns out it's a dream and he wakes up and then the movie shows the entire scene immediately over again (laughs) because it really happens because he just predicted the future two minutes from now We saw like the same five-minute scene back-to-back in this movie. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And it somehow stretched out to 92 minutes. Like, oh, my God. Dolls just cut to these deep emotional cores very efficiently. Mm -hmm. And Puppet Master had a fraction of the doll animatronics that... I don't understand these dolls. Well, it's like it's like Puppet Master had the same, like you said, with that dream sequence, they repeated that three or four times. Yeah. Uh, they repeated, they, they had the body of the guy that they all knew. Yes. Two or three times they did the, oh no, he's sitting up now. <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And then they just all like, well, just put him back. It, uh, it was a limited premise just, and a complicated one for yeah. some reason. And yet for some reason, there is an online die-hard community for blade Mm -hmm. the the klaus kinski looking puppet you know the spy versus spy klaus kinski puppet yeah yeah pinhead leech woman like they sell action figures that are big money it's nuts but you never know what's just gonna connect with and when a movie has 12 in a series God bless, I guess. I guess I mean I would love to hear from people if, if should we watch some more Puppet Masters? Three would be the one to go. Is it with. worth to, to Toulon's get back into Revenge? It? That's the one that uh I think is the best of the okay. The Maniac Cop two of the Puppet Master twelve spot. The twelve pack of Puppet Masters. Yeah, I like you said, I, I remember people really loving the little Reich one, right? Uh, yeah, that was that, the that most recent one that really got ago. a lot of straight-to-video s- stuff on Shutter kind of acclaim. It's a s- franchise that still gets talked about. Crampton's in that one, too, apparently. There you go. So, it's a endless Maybe circle. Maybe we just go right to that one. Maybe we just watch that watch one. Watch the Crampton one. Watch the one with Six Shooter. If we ever dip back in, uh, it's crazy how what things can, can last. And I guess I, I always got to love that something like this does for such a... What feels like a miss after seeing dolls and loving dolls so much, um, you know. Good for them. <laughs> More <laughs> you, power you to you. You did it, man. Good for you guys. You know, you I'm glad it. you. I'm glad this exists. Yeah, right. I'm glad I got to sit in a room full of people listening to a Richard Band score. There's that staring yeah. down those cramped nostrils. There's worse ways to spend your evening. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. great. I got to hear my friend whisper the words "Fat Jeff Faye." <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) That's a treat, man. That's great. You know, you don't get to see Jeff Fahey, let alone fat Jeff Fahey on screen. Mm. It came to this. It did come to this. So, yeah. See Tourist Trap. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, go listen to our old Tourist Trap episode and see that one. Check it out. And uh, you know what? See dolls. See any of these puppet movies. There's a reason why they made... We'll do more, I'm sure. There's a reason why they made a whole shelf full of puppet movies from a, in a four-year period. There's a reason why Dolly Dearest oh, man. got to be made into a... Some guy got to make this movie by going, um, Ch- uh, Chucky's a girl doll. <laughs> and they're like, put it... Yeah, you well, can do it for 750 to a million. Do this. Like we like we said with The uh, the Conjuring, I got all those Annabelles to catch up on too, right? The Annabelle is the same premise as all those movies. <laughs> and Annabelle Comes Home got the same kind of scares out of me. There I like go. it. It's somehow the doll thing. It's existed for a reason. It works. Puppet Master didn't quite do it for me, but you know. <laughs> There's a lot more to choose from in Can the Puppet Can Puppet Master sequels really be wrong? <laughs> exactly. I ask you. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you guys. Good night.